840 WHAS Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Sekoler Medley Team over at Remax Properties East with you for the next 30 minutes or so. We'll answer your questions and kind of help you with uh, buying, selling, or just learning about the real estate market, both locally and overseas. Here in the studio, overseas or throughout the United States. Uh, here in the studio, Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys. You can reach Kevin anytime at 895-9900. Good to see you, Kevin. Good morning, Bob. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Good morning, NMLS, number 2473. Yeah, you got to do that every show now. Okay, Is that your got... legal name? Did you change yeah, it? Yeah, that would be helpful. Is it say that after your name on your business card? <laughs> oh, it's somewhere in there. It's on the business card. Yeah. Boy, we are giving them some heat, aren't we? Also, son Greg here, uh, who I'm very proud of and involved in marketing, three D photography, video pictures is great. Good to have you here. You can if you if you're not into Instagram, Instagram you need to. I love Instagram. I'm uploading when I can, but I'm not as. I, I do a little bit for you. Yeah, you do. I, I appreciate we'll that as well. That Coming up a little later on in the show, ten things in your kitchen you need to get rid of ASAP. I'm telling you, this is something you're going to want to go. This is something. I think I know Ooh. one. Back to <laughs> watch, watch it. And, and like, <laughs> let me tell you. My wife, Sandy, is kind of like the, the guard of the kitchen. I'll talk about that in a second. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. Bob Segolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Mary Beth. Yes. I've already bought a new house, Good. and I'm selling my old house. Uh-huh. We have a buyer. But I'm worried the buyer could back out at any time. It's not 100% guaranteed yet. It looks good, Bob, but I'm not 100% sure. We have a contract in place. We went through inspections. I have this sick, funny feeling that the buyer could back out. I Hmm. need your advice, Bob. Yep. All right. Well, you'll get it. Not necessarily from me, though, unfortunately. (laughs) I'm not an attorney. I don't play one on TV. But Kevin Disser is, in fact, a real honest-to-goodness attorney. Well, you know, the the question that I think was Mary Beth did not answer too much is the contingency. Is, Is it contingent on financing? Usually when you come up with a real estate contract, you say, I'm going to buy the house subject to all these contingency. The number one is making sure that Randy can actually qualify for your loan and actually the money's there at the closing table. Um, the problem is under our GLAR contract, and we talk about that quite often, yeah. the remedies if a buyer just gets up and walks away. So let's talk about rather this. Limited. This is really important for both buyers and sellers. Mm-hmm. In fact, I have a seller who's an attorney who looked at, because we're selling her condo, we actually sold it. She looked at the contract. She said, Bob, this is not fair to me as the seller at all. Mm. I said, yes, you're absolutely right, but I will give you the name of the attorneys who drew up this contract for you <laughs> to deal with. I had no part of this. So this is a problem. Why is it favor the buyer so much and not the sellers? Because here is Mary Beth who's got a contract in her house, and we know that they're all subject to contingencies that include inspections and then um, the the appraisal but also the buyer being able to get out if they're not qualified and get their money back as a good faith deposit. Well, you know, you all say everything about real estate is local. Yeah. Okay, in our contract, the GLAR contract, which is a local area contract, it's over the years, and that provision has been drafted by probably 30 attorneys over 40 years, so you can kind of leave the jokes there on that. We will. How many of them take the... But, how, yeah, but, but, but basically... How, were you going for a light bulb joke? <laughs> yeah, so, light bulb uh, joke. Uh, uh, an LED, yeah, uh, no, energy-saving yeah. green one. But, yeah, um, fewer. Yeah. Wi-Fi enabled. <laughs> but the problem is it, it, it's pretty much an option. And, and there really is not much in the way of T's. Like if you would do a look at a commercial transaction, yeah, yeah. your client was correct, you'd never agree to that. Because the thing is if the buyer just decides... 
I've changed my mind. Yeah. I want to go this other direction. Okay, you've got a mediation and arbitration. Do you really want to sue someone for the difference between the value of the house on your contract value versus what you sell it for later? I say yes, but do you, it's about I the know. same. Yeah, I get it. And I so, out of pocket costs, yeah. you're talking about two or three grand. Are you going to sue somebody for, for two, two or three, three grand? grand? Yeah, and that make maybe not make that back. I get that. Yeah, and that's what it gets down to. And, and also, I am surprised in this market. You'll have a $500,000 house, and you'll yeah. see a $1,000 good but deposit. But that's the standard. I mean, you could raise it. In other markets, a $500,000 house, it's a $10,000. You, you could not get away with that. Get away with right, and that's no. the thing. If, if, if the standard has changed, if you do your due diligence, if you set expectations early, if you do all of these things, hopefully, you know, at the end of the day, we still don't have a crystal ball for, for her to see if the buyer is potentially no good and they're going to fall apart anyways. Well, but that's if the expectations are set in the beginning and – we know that, that that's a high-pressure situation when you're buying a house and you're contingent upon yeah. selling your old one. It, it, but, if I, but if I'm selling a house, I want to make sure that I've got a good faith deposit enough to take care of my damages. There, i got to put the property back in that's the market. A There's a holding period. I'm out some money while I'm waiting for this to close. Okay, I'm out 4000 i got a $500 deposit. But is it 4000 Maybe it is 1000 It depends. Right. and that's It's negotiable. Right. But so. So we have a couple of problems here. We don't need okay. to belabor it. So one is the contract is weak, and we understand that it favors the buyers. So buyers who are listening to us right now, be advised, this is an advantage to you. The problem that we see more often than not, and related to the weakness of the contract, is from mortgage companies that don't do the due diligence up front to make sure that the buyer is, in fact, qualified before they write a pre-approval or pre-qualified now, a lot of yes. local mortgage companies do it, but there are some Internet companies that you and I both know that have the symbol of a rocket in their logo. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I give that away? That do their due diligence, due diligence by simply tossing out a piece of paper and, or flipping a coin and heads, you're approved and tails, you're not. They'll blast you off into home ownership. That was more yeah. of a, so, a So, Randy... I've, you and I have talked about this at length, and I know you guys go above and beyond to make sure that the buyer is qualified. I know you may disappoint that buyer up front, but in the same time, you're saving the buyer, the realtors, and the sellers a lot of headache because you're doing that due diligence up front, correct? That is correct, and you you, you need to do that. Yeah. I mean, but man, what a terrible it situation. Time. It is. Oh, but, it, yeah. but if I could just say, that's why you have a, a good professional listing agent. When the offer comes in, one of the things you look at is the terms of the loan and who the lender is. That is so correct. Yes. You are so on target because there are some, if I see a loan come in, a, a mortgage, a, a, a no, pre- usual suspects, don't mention names. No, no, no. From, but with, let's just say, uh, you're blasting me into space to get a loan. Uh. Okay, I'm just. I'm not saying their name. Um, I'm going to do some more due diligence and try to get some more information to, before I, I say to my seller, okay, this is the one you want to go in the direction you want to go. Right. All right. So that's uh, Mary Beth. The the bottom line answer to your question is that anything could happen. I would always tell you, all of our clients, both sellers and buyers, and everybody listening, you go into this contract that uh, you're getting or putting in with the hopes that it's going to go to a closing table, and then you'll see. Kevin's smiling face at the closing table at the end of it to make you sign and help you do everything. But at the same time, there's always a chance that it could fall apart somewhere along the line. As long as you do that, you won't be completely disappointed. It just happens. And because of the the government regulations, there's just so much that we who are doing the job and in the trenches who would like to see things changed, there's just so much we can do. But we'll definitely help manage those expectations for you. We can. We'll let you know up front. Okay. 
So we just listed a home in Jefferson County, and the owner, and we'll just call her June because I don't want to give her name away. Her name is June, is an amazing lady and a stamp collector and scrapbook collector. Mm-hmm. I was just in there. It's an impressive, yeah, impressive it's an collection. Yes, I took some extra notes. pictures for you. And to, for you, and to tell you, um, she really needs to sell a lot of her items before we put her house on the market and close. Well, I have uh, rubber stamps that you use for making greeting cards. And I've taught classes on this, so I have tons of rubber stamps, other craft supplies that you use on the cards, lots of paper. And uh, then I also have scrapbooking supplies um, because I do a lot of scrapbooking. And I need to sell a lot of this real quick because I'm moving to Florida. (laughs) Yes, she is. So so the... Take a look at my uh, Instagram page at We Sell Louisville. Oh, you already put that I'm going to post up the, okay. this by the time by the time we get there, you'll see it. There's going to be okay. I've got extra pictures of all of her stuff. Oh, that's great. So that's great. We took care okay, of all so that. that's a reason you'll to look that. at the Instagram. What at we at We Sell Louisville? Okay. That's simple. Or on Facebook, you, you'll you'll find us there as well at We Sell Louisville. So her, her home is going on the market shortly. It's going to be on the market on April 1st. It's a gorgeous ranch in a very nice neighborhood. Corner lot. Corner lot. Reasonably priced. Um, so I'll give you more down the road once it's on the market, but I just wanted you to know uh, if you want to know more, if you're a scrapbook collector or a stamp collector, and she's got – Greg will I mean, it is – it is. you'll see in the pictures, it's impressive. It's I, yeah. We've seen stamp collections. This is this – I've goes, never seen yeah, one this This big. is unbelievable. It's a whole room. So you'll wall call wall. me, and you can call me this weekend or next week, whatever, uh, 376-5483, and I'll reach out to – Again, we're using the name June. It's not really June, but you'll understand when you talk to me. And then we'll put her in contact with you. All right? Very good. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekola, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is June buying a house, and I would want to know how long it would take for the bank to do all the paperwork to get it closed. Okay. How much time paperwork get it closed? Usually we can get it done in 15 days. If, huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Speedy yes. guns. So wait, now, so normally it, it's thirty to forty-five days, but it is. Okay. If we, if we need to do it in fifteen, we can. But usually, yes, on average, it's thirty to forty-five. But uh, we can get them done in fifteen. I've days. seen it. I can attest to it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, so, and you ask, you can go longer. I mean, you can take longer if you're not ready. So, let's say you're right. a renter and you're saying, okay, I need, I want to get out of here. My my rental agreement is up at the end of the next month, so I need at least. Uh, 35 to 45, which is standard. You can make it that long as well. Just oh, it'll accommodate. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Good morning. Hey, Bob. Um, my name is Cynthia, and I'm just calling in because I have heard you talk on the show before about how important it is to clean the bathrooms um, before we move on with anything. And I'm just wondering what other areas of the house or around the house are important to also deep clean before we move forward and oh, sell our house. I got you. Okay, so I did some research for you when I read this, and I've got some answers, and I'm actually going to share some of those answers so I don't hog the microphone with some of the folks around the, the studio. Mm-hmm. So let's start with underneath and behind the furniture. So a lot of people don't do that, but an extra couple of minutes with a vacuum or extension on a vacuum or even a you know one of those the portable things with a battery... Going behind, that helps. Also, refrigerator gaskets. Most appliances have flexible rubber gaskets around the door, 
And these... Be very careful in the yeah. cleaning of those uh-huh. so you don't pull those or, or pull them away from the actual device, the refrigerator, so that you don't mess your, your uh, seal up. Because I've seen that before. You pull yeah, you too don't hard, do that, you clean but, too hard. But get rid of the dirt, the grease, the moisture. A quick spray of vinegar and water cleaning solution. By the way, that solution could be one cup of vinegar and three cups of water. Using that with a towel, gentle wipe cloth, removes the grime, and finish by wiping again with plain water. All right, so who knows who's got another one? Greg, you want to go with the next one? Let's see. Uh, for us, in, the computer keyboards is a good one. You know, those yeah. are those can get kind of... Uh, grungy. Grungy, germ-ridden. Now, there's an old adage that you can put the, the keyboard in a dishwasher and wash it. <laughs> now, I would tell you don't. That goes back to the days as uh, when you did that computer tech show when a yeah. guy called in and said his uh, coaster was not working anymore, and we broke down and he was putting his... Drink on his CD-ROM tray. Yeah, and it broke, and it. broke yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> No, but you, you want to clean it, and there are a variety of products on the market right now that you can buy. One of the things, you go to Amazon.com and just say, keyboard cleaner, that will get you. But cleaning it even just gently with a Q-tip uh, between the keys and with wiping it with a damp rag, uh, you can use the vinegar and water as long as the water doesn't go into the keyboard. Uh, mind you, again, I'm still telling you, I have done this, where I've washed the keyboards in the dishwasher, but for the sake of this show, I will not be responsible for anybody who does that and then calls me and says, hey, you told me to do this on the keyboard. Wait, you really did? Work. I thought he was joking. No, I'm that. serious. I did it. Yep. And it worked. <laughs> but I'm not telling you to do it, folks. I'm just telling you that's in don't, many cases it can be done. Don't do it. All right. Don't, Kevin, you got one you want to go with? Yeah, this is a for remote controls. I remember oh. seeing something about hotel remote controls. Ooh. Do not touch. But it says they're sticky with grease and grime. And I could have bacteria, yada, yada, yada. When we were kids, didn't you shrink wrap the remote with plastic wrap? That's a good idea. (laughs) Because we would get food stuck in the buttons. Now, let me just point out that Greg has taken a quickie vacation. I'm going to suggest that you, Casey, take um, a plastic bag. And when you get down to where you're going on vacation, put the remote very gingerly in, in, the, plastic in the plastic bag and bag. seal it so you won't be touching that's the plastic. A good, that's a really good point. Now yeah. I'm really depressed about all the times I've touched the yeah, hotel right. remotes. Okay, it's but making me think. I'm just saying. And now you can go back to Casey and Casey. We were just in Vegas. Oh, I'm so, proud. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. You've got such a great idea about putting this in the plastic bag. And you can I'm sure it. she'll say that. She won't hear this. Yeah, right. Hopefully we <laughs> won't be watching too much TV. We'll be on the beach. Okay. Well, well, anyway, they say that's one thing that you should clean. And yeah. I, I think some of, the, some of the people are selling these remote controls that are sealed for that very reason. Germophobes like me. Yeah. Yeah, don't touch. The new TV I just bought is completely sealed. It's got like a uh, antimicrobial like finish to it. It's maybe that's why they're doing that. My why can't Sandy? When we go into a um, a restaurant, she will take her forks or knives or silverware, puts it on top of a plate or leaning against the plate, so it doesn't hit the the uh, table, which is smart. I'm not saying that's wrong. But yet we'll be in a hotel room, or she'll pick up a remote control, not think uh, nothing of it. She's like, and I'm like. Oh, you don't know. You've done a trade-off here. The, if you're really that much of a germaphobe, you don't want to be touching the remote controls. All right, let's keep going. Uh, Randy, pick up one. Uh, telephones and cell phones. All right. Same deal there with the hotel. Yeah, hotel. Pick yeah. it up, pick yeah, it up with the washcloth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, clean them and also clean them right before. Uh, inside heating registers is another one. So you... Take up the re- register and then vacuum in and around the heating register. That will One help of you. Bob's biggest pet peeves on listing appointments is dirty air vents. Yeah. Yeah. Careful. If Bob's coming for a listing appointment, no, no, clean your air vents. Vent them. I mean, uh, vacuum them with a hose. Uh, also, infrequently used pots and pans sitting in drawers. They're going to establish and pick up a lot of dust in packed area. 
So is it an indication, like you mentioned about the dirty air ducts, is it an indication of how, how well the house was taken care of when you come and look at it? It is. Yes. That, well, it's yeah. not so much how well it's been taken care of, but I'm looking at it as a buyer. I'm, I'm putting myself as a seller's agent. I'm putting myself in a buyer's eyes. And what are they looking at? And if they see dirt in an event, I'm thinking they're thinking the other things could yeah. be dirty as well. So you might as well just clean that as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Who has inside the closet? You have, I got it. Okay, I got okay. it. Yep. Fibersman. Oh, oh, you want me to read the yeah, actual? Yeah, yeah, talk about it. <laughs> it's yeah. like school getting. Well, yeah. that's it's it's the obvious. It's the one place that you really forget to vacuum. Dust and grime get slidden in there when you're doing the vacuuming and, mm-hmm. the, and the mopping, and uh, it's easily collectible and you forget about it. All right, so I'm going to go fast. So doorknobs and handles. Anyone have doorknobs? That's and, mine. Doorknobs okay, and yeah. handles. Yep. Wipe those things down. Same reason. Yep, dirty and dirty. they look bad, right? Top of doors and windows and infrequently used pots and pans. And right. So those right. So the, all those things are yeah. all a microfiber or a feather duster will help. And remember the vinegar and water solution and then uh refrigerator coils. coils. That's a little more difficult, right? Well, that's the thing with dust and dirt and debris on those yeah. and every time you pull it out, you see it, but would you actually look at with the buyer? Would you Pull out the refrigerator and look No, but, but uh, next week we can talk uh, with our home team crew, and they'll tell you. Oh, they do. They'll look. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Brad will tell you. They'll, they'll look under there. Uh, so those are just some of the things that you need to think about. So hopefully we've answered your question on that, uh, Cynthia, where to deep clean in addition to the bathroom. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. Craig here. Yeah. Um, when I moved into my house, we installed a fence without doing a survey. And the only thing marking the property was pink ties on a tree branch. Now the branch is growing over two inches into the property. What should we do? So first of all, uh, here's the problem. Anytime you put a fence in, even if it's you doing it yourself, you need to have a survey done. Am I correct, Mr. Disler? It's a good idea because you want to put the fence on your property, not your neighbor's property. Mm -hmm. It's usually a good idea. So what if this guy had an agreement with the neighbor who that that it was okay to if it's over actually over two inches? A handshake. It's possible that the the, he put the flag was on a tree branch, which may have grown and may have actually moved, which it probably did. So there's really no accurate determination of where the property line is. But let's say he had an agreement with the neighbor. That's okay, correct? Well, what we suggest is you do a formal easement, sign off on it, have it notarized, have it put to record, because when one of you go to sell the property, it's going to be an issue. And then your nice, friendly neighbor may not be your nice, friendly neighbor anymore. And if your neighbor has sold their house, the one you had the handshake agreement with, now the new neighbor comes in, the handshake agreement doesn't exist anymore, right? We've had some that had a great agreement with the prior guy. This new guy wants me to shave off like three or four feet of my driveway. That's not good. That's not good. Yeah. That's not yeah. a good day. So usually it's a good idea in that situation. Get a survey. And we're seeing people kind of come back to doing surveys now. It used to be a requirement yeah. you know, 20 years ago on every deal. Then it kind of went away where you didn't see it. Now you're starting to see it again. I think it's a good thing. And, Craig, you may want to hit this head on, and that might would mean that you hire an, a, a surveyor to do the survey so you know in advance before – a buyer comes in, locks in, buys the house, and then you don't know what's going on. And then you get an issue right before the closing. Yeah, it's, and that becomes a problem. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got an interesting uh, th- 10 things your kitchen needs to get rid of or you need to get rid of in your kitchen. We'll tell you about that. In the studio, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. Son Greg, who... 
Does our media and marketing and Instagram is your best handle is? At We Sell Louisville. At We Sell Louisville. Remember, uh, if you need an agent, go to louisvilleagent.com. You can get to us, and we'll come out and help you sell or buy a home. I'm Bob Sekoler, back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. a home loan or refinancing, you need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 2636. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or bob will buy it go to we sell and get top dollar for your home thank you barbara corcoran of shark tank fame we just saw her a couple of months ago she's doing great and uh very 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 lovely lady uh to get on board with our guaranteed sale program it's pretty simple All you do is uh, give me a shout come out we list it sell it there's never any extra fees. You can always cancel with our guaranteed sale program. In the studio, Rock, Randy Rocky from Swan Financial, 6450736. Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. Who, by the way, I should um, point out is in for Chuck Crosby uh, because Chuck is overseas right now and does a great job, but he needs a break every once in a while. He's out there with his wife and... Uh, we uh, we love him. We look forward to seeing him back here when he's back from overseas. Also, my son Greg, who is here, of course, hey. uh, does a lot of our work, hey. and he does a great job. If you are thinking about selling your home, you can uh, send me an email. We've got a 150-step marketing guide to sell your home for more money and quicker, and it's no obligation, no cost. Send me an email, bob at com, and put in their marketing book. And then also you can call me and I'll send it to you as well. Personally, 376-5483. All right. Ten things 
your kitchen needs to get rid of or you need to get rid of in your kitchen ASAP. Now, let me just tell you, there is a longstanding rule in my house, much to my chagrin, that uh, Sandy's, uh, my wife, says a week is too long to have stuff in the kitchen in the refrigerator. She throws it out. Yep. Right? Believe it. I'm kind of, I like, okay, if it looks like it's got some mold on it, then you throw it out. (laughs) We talked about this before. Bob will cut off the mold on a piece of bread and eat around it. Maybe not. But I mean, two weeks I usually, okay. (laughs) So here are some things for, for Sandy that may open her eyes and your eyes, folks. Old spices, dried herbs and spices, they don't go bad like other shelf table food, but their flavor doesn't yep. last forever. It's like a half-life. Yeah, so as a general rule, Just whole spices like cinnamon sticks and nutmeg, they can last for three to five years, while ground spices and dried leafy herbs lose their savor and flavor after one to three years. So you might want to yeah. think about tossing. Yep. Expired, expired use those, food. Use those spices, though. They're so delicious. Expired food. It is not uncommon for a can of beans or box of pasta to sit on the shelf Forgotten until its expiration date, or in my case, past its expiration date. And while it's a shame to waste food, it's truly foolish to risk illness. Now, this is, comes as a shock to me. Uh, check the dates on all your foods. Toss whatever is too old and consume safely. And then the, <laughs> Craig's laughing because I, this is my childhood. I constantly <laughs> the debate over oh, whether to keep it and pasta, eat it or not. The pasta is four years old. What does it matter? So <laughs> let me just tell you. My dad, I get this from my dad, yeah, who, who is yeah. um, who's, who's gone. He's the, buck, the buck stops here. Yeah, I'm just telling you. My dad, we had a we had a basement area for storage, and I will tell you, 20 years old, there was stuff in there that he was still keeping to eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you never know when we were going to be under attack, and he. But listen, food. but yeah. listen, this he, man, product of the depression. The, 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 right. the yeah, genetics yeah. on this man, yeah. he he, was he proved us yeah. that it does not that these things may not matter. <laughs> he lived to 91, man. You can't. You no. can't. You and he can't, was yeah. with it the whole way. Yeah. Uh, take a tip from the grocery store stockers. When you purchase a new canned or dry goods, put them behind what you already have on the shelf so you'll grab the oldest first. That is, of course, of course, if as long as your pantry is organized to be able to do that. Uh-huh. Uh, that was for my oh, wife. Yeah. That Don't was for Sandy. There. Don't go there. Open bags of flour and sugar. Bags and flour and sugar left open in the pantry will become stale quickly, even less appetizing. Uh, so you want to pantry, toss them. You may be careful. Remember white rice weevils or creepy crawlies if it's un... I'm just thinking I've got protein powder in the... in the That's un... Uh, I didn't close it like that. I have a feeling i got to check Hunt, that. He's eating weevils. Yeah, yeah. Purchasing mistakes. <laughs> hey, remember the... All right, let's keep going. We're almost out of time. So... Remember the stuff you saw on sale in uh, grocery aisle, uh, pumpkin-flavored pasta sauce? It seemed like a great idea, but it sat in the cupboard. Check it. Get rid of it if it's expired. Stale snacks you want to get rid of. Inevitably, the uh, back of the snack shelf accumulates bags of that have each have a handful of corn chips or pretzels. I'm thinking I've got this <laughs> damaged equipment or yeah, equipment like you have a great sauce pot for gravy. But the handle comes loose, get rid of that. Mismatched plastic containers, get rid of those. Duplicates, uh, storage lids, you might have duplicates, get rid of those. And teeny amounts oh, that of... Dri- that one drives me crazy. Yeah. Teeny amounts of leftover staples, a bag or two with teaspoons of lentils, no one's ever going to use. Toss them. <laughs> also, things you won't eat ever. You know, they've stocked up, so now you're, you're holding them to get rid of them. All right, we are just about out of time. 
the Louisville market heating up. We're in the throes of it. It's getting um, hot, man. I'm, I'm too busy with, out here with all these listing photography yeah, appointments. You, it's, you are. it's killing me. So just know really that um, April, May, June, July, August, these are the months that we see an amazing amount of homes sell. If you are thinking about selling your home now, and, and I'm working today, just let me get off the air and then call me. We'll set up an appointment. Just know that we've got a team. I'm ready to come out and help you to list it. We've got buyer's agents to uh, help you find another home. You can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483, and I am ready to help. And now's the time. And we, we did some record numbers last year. We're planning and doing right now this year. So. Remember, Louisville was 20, what we say, 22nd Second, yeah, in the, in in the, the country, country in for hot, mar- uh, in hot, hot market. Uh, again, in the studio, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. Thank you, sir, for being here. We always appreciate it. Thank you, Bob. You can reach Randy at 645-0736. Uh, Kevin Dissler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. Thank you Thank as you, well. Bob. Also, son Gregory here. Yeah, my government legal. We on, go by Greg. On Instagram, you can uh, reach him through Instagram. At we still will, at Greg Sekoler. Yep. You can reach me anytime on my son. My cell phone, 376-5483. We will see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.